gonna make it worse. Hey. Hey, Raymond, what's happening? <laughs> well, you said you didn't have an intro song, so I recommended this song by one Trippy Red of the 614. That's people in Ohio, if you didn't know. Um, yeah, this song is uh, video game music if you listen to the whole thing, which you said you did. I, this shit I, should be in, like, GTA. The video's crazy. I was entranced by this video. Like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> He's it got was... the red face painted up. Oh, it's tremendous. <laughs> He's shooting people. They're shooting him. He's rolling around in the tank. Uh, that trippy. Fucking trailblazer, that guy. Trailblazer? I don't <laughs> also know Also quite that. possibly the ugliest human being on the earth. Like, if, you walk, if you're walking in a convenience store and Trippy Red walks in, do you just empty out the till and say, take what you want? <laughs> I would. I would say, ah, a gremlin. Oh, That's man. what I would say. Looks like a fucking gremlin. <laughs> With face tattoos. I gotta get yeah. some face tattoos. You do, yeah. We're talking about tattoos in a few minutes here. Uh, we're gonna start the show talking right, about... Sounds good. We're going to start the show talking about the Fat Fuck segment. So here you go. Three things I saw this week. Uh, first thing is a follow-up from last week. We're talking about ketchup. Uh, French's is releasing a ketchup popsicle for the summer. They sold out, by the way. Oh. But yeah, Why? They because it's they have nothing else better to do in the summertime besides trying to hawk their ketchup. Um, yeah, they all sold out, but they did put a recipe on their website on how to make ketchup popsicles. Um, it's it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it do you have the recipe? I. Wouldn't you, I wouldn't download that recipe? Is it just ketchup and water? It's basically probably <laughs> all it is. Yeah, I mean you can you can freeze you can freeze ketchup pretty easy, I'm sure. But yeah, I saw that, and then I also saw Velveeta is coming out with a cocktail that tastes like Velveeta cheese. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna have Velveeta around the rim, olives and Velveeta on the top. I don't know where this is being served. I just saw the article and said it was fucking too. disgusting. Can you get and a food it, segment that actually tastes good. I mean, come on. now. Well, you can, is, oh. you can say this next, this next, this third part of the Fat Fuck segment, segment tastes good. We love Subway, right? I mean, come on. You remember Jared. I mean, I mean, come on. You remember Jared. <laughs> Subway. Of course I remember Jared. He's I mean, enjoying his time eating a foot long now. Oh, oh God. Um, yeah, Subway. We love Subway. We've eaten Subway since we were younger. Um, they're offering Subway's free... adequate. Well, adequate, yes. For a sub shop, you're right. Um, they're offering free yeah. sandwiches for life for fans who get foot long, a foot long tattoo. Um, saw this before we came on today. And all, and all we could think about was Jared, and then we got into the South Park thing, and I had to get a quick clip of Jared from South Park. And then you get deep dive, <laughs> you deep dive into it further, and he's one of the bosses in the second South Park video game. The fractured butthole. The fractured butthole. The fractured butthole. So the he's, fractured butthole. 
hole. Yeah, yeah. He's, one, he's one of the mini bosses or bosses in the video game. <sighs> Fucking Jared. Talk about a hole that, in that, one. Oh my god. He... <laughs> Talk about ruining a career. He, he lost some. He, he got so much notoriety from being a subway subway spokesperson since the nineties, to the point where yep. he was on every he was on every talk show. He was doing appearances. He was doing lectures, and then he had to fuck it all up by f- fucking around with young people, girls. I guess I don't I don't know the whole story, but he uh, he's in jail yep. now, and Subway's been trying to. <laughs> Get get away from his image for for years. Ever since it happened, going to the five dollar foot long song and, and I, I so still, do I just have to get a tattoo that's a foot long, or does that have to be a tattoo of a foot long subway sandwich? I I think I think I don't know. I'll have to read it. I'll have to read into it, and we'll get back to you next week on that because I didn't read it. I just saw the article before we came on here, and I was like, oh god. Um, but yeah. I still think that they should bring in Happy Gilmore and do the old uh, Happy Gilmore commercial from the movie. Uh, that would be oh, yeah. he'd be the perfect spokesperson to take over for Jared. Give Adam Sandler Adam mo- Sandler now. Yeah, give him give him a hundred million dollars or whatever he wants just to do that. It'd be a perfect marketing campaign. They haven't even done a super Super Bowl commercial or anything with him. It would be perfect. But yeah, that was a, that, that was our fat perfect. that was our fat fuck segment for the week. Uh, busy week in news. Mostly news-heavy segment this week because we are in the middle of Comic-Con. And it's actually directly in the middle because tonight's Friday night when we record. And tomorrow's the big Hall H panel with uh, DC and Marvel. And everybody's going to be there tomorrow. So we're not going to cover any of that this week. It'll be old news by the time we talk about it next week. But we will talk about it in full. Any any reveals. But we will talk about what was revealed today and yesterday, and we'll get into what we watched first. Um, I watched Only Murders in the Building, Episode 5. Um, not much to say there. It's kind of one of those shows you just have to watch episode to episode. Um, if yeah. I were you, I'd probably wait till the season's over and binge Season 1 and I, 2. I love whodunits, but I really hate Martin Short and uh, the other okay. guy. You may, you may not like Steve it. Martin They're, Short and... Steve Martin, yeah. Steve Martin. Don't like either one of those guys. I like I like them both. I like Steve Martin. The Jerk is one of my favorite movies. Not just comedy. Yeah, I know movies. it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it's a good show. Um, if you love whodunits, if you like comedies, kind of reminds me a lot of those 30 Rock, uh, Tina Fey, SNL uh, shows that they produced right after, right in the like 2000s. Um, it reminds oh, me okay. a lot of the humor like that. So it's good. Um, the other thing that I listened to this week... Um, I, I I listen to a podcast called Marveling at Marvel's Marvels, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, and they break down comic book characters that are... Mostly they talk about characters that are related to movies that are out now. Like, you'll break down a specific character. Like, when um, when Thor Love and Thunder came out, he did an episode on Gore, Gore the God Butcher. Listen to that. He does a thorough breakdown of the comic history of these characters, and this week he did an episode... The, these two guys, he did an episode on Null who is the god of the symbiotes from the very beginning of time. Uh, very good episode. I wanted to bring it up because there's a lot of history there. I didn't want to bring in the details, but if, if you if you want to know more about the history of specific characters, I think there's almost 200 episodes, if not 200 episodes by now. Uh, it's worth getting into. Uh, about an hour long each episode, and they, and they break down specific characters, like I mentioned, in the Marvel Universe, and 
Some of them are related to the movies. A lot of them are, when, and they also do movie reviews, and they break down the comic origins of those characters in the movies and stuff like that. Very good. Very good podcast. It's one of those ones that comes out every two weeks, and I listen to it every week. Um, it's good. Uh, and you had a couple of things you wanted to review that you watched this week as well. Yes. Um, I watched Black Phone, and the only reason why I'm talking about it on this podcast is uh, it's the movie Scott Derrickson did instead of the second uh, Doctor Strange movie. Um so I was really interested to see what now that um, was he would put out. That was with Ethan Hawke, right? So I didn't want to yes. see that. I didn't want to see that. It looked good. It's it's not. It's um, not okay. It's it's I guess it's worth watching if you're interested in seeing it. It's worth checking out. I'd give it like a two and a half out of five. Wow. Um, Write that down. It was uh the ending didn't do anything for me. I thought the ending was stupid. Huh. Um, mostly. It wasn't really scary to me either. Um, so yeah, two and a half out of five. Um, Ethan Hawke's really good in it, um, but you don't really see him much. He's mostly behind a mask. Um, the kid in it's really good, um, and it was really like interesting. But it just the third act just lost me. Um, it probably dropped. I was probably saw three and a half before the third act. Um, I didn't like how it ended, um, but yeah, what can you do? And uh, huh. then the other thing I watched was Better Call Saul, of course. Right, yeah. Um, they're, they're back. And holy fuck. This was the episode now. Something, I'm not going to spoil anything because uh, you haven't watched it and we're going to do, right. do a watch, rewatch of it in the fall. Yeah. When this uh, last part hits Netflix. Um, but something happens in his personal life. Um, and then in... Breaking Bad fashion, they do an excellent montage and a four-year time jump. So now we are in the Breaking Bad timeline. Um, as he's driving to his office, um, he's talking to different... They cut in and out of different phone calls he's making and receiving, whatever. And one of them is about a public masturbator, which, of course, is how he's introduced on Breaking Bad. And the thumbnail on IMDb for next week next week's episode is Jesse and Walt. Oh, wow. Um, so they should be in next week's episode. There's four to go. Um, you get to see, you see Saul's house, um, how he was living, and why everything post-Breaking Bad is going to be so traumatic for him because he was living in, like, a legit mansion. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, next week's episode is going to be absolutely nuts. There's four left. Uh, They're wrapping this thing up so far beautifully. What I'm really looking forward to is the post-Breaking Bad, which will probably be the last episode, um, which will wrap up his story. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's been a phenomenal run. The show gets better every week. Um, every episode this season has been a top of Breaking Bad somewhere or the other. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Monday night. Cool. Yeah, I never. I didn't finish yep. the Breaking Bad movie. Is that is that worth me getting back into and watching? You never finished. I got about. I got about maybe. Uh, I, no, I got about a half hour in. Oh, really? I, I like that movie a lot. Um, okay. I thought the. Uh, I mean, it ends pretty much where you thought it would end. Um, if you watch Breaking Bad, um, it ends pretty much where you thought it would for Jesse, hmm. and that's a good thing um, for his character. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely watch it. I mean, it's only an hour and a half. It's quick. Um, I've seen it twice. I watched it when it first came out, and then I did a Breaking Bad rewatch in the fall. 
because my roommate was watching it. And of course, if I watch like one episode, then I end up watching the whole series because that's how I am with that show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched it again after that. But yeah, I yeah, I'll, have get, I'll, I'll, I'll have to get into it. I uh, yeah, I I just didn't. I was too busy at that time. I was going through a lot of stuff and like never yeah. finished it. Like if that was an episode of Breaking Bad, it probably would have been right around the middle. I would say as far as like top like as far as ranking episodes, it probably would have been the middle, maybe towards the back end. But uh, cool. I, I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah, I'll get into it. Uh, okay, so let's get into the Comic Con of everything. Uh, started yesterday, so we're gonna talk about San Diego. Comic Con. And, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff happened yesterday. Uh, they revealed a poster and a small little teaser trailer for National Treasure um, Edge of History. It's going to be a Disney Plus show. We're more like treasure protectors. Nicolas Cage isn't going to be part of it by the looks of it, but I guess a couple of actors are coming back. Um, Justin Bartha, who was his friend in the, in the movie, and Harvey Keitel, who was the detective in the movie, is going to be coming back in the series. Um, I think it's, I believe it's six episodes coming out sometime this year. Um, yeah, I, I, I love those National Treasure movies. Um, it was right in the middle of the two, early 2000s. My, my dog's going to be barking because she's sitting right next to me on the whole fucking podcast. This is wonderful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I love those movies. Um, like I said, it's, a, it was a big rush of history and, there was a show on NBC called Treasure Hunters, which I really liked. It was a reality yep. show. Where, um, but yeah, it was a big time back then, and uh, they're it's, trying to re- it's re- funny because I'm such a big Nick Cage fan. I've never seen National Treasure. Oh my god, it's it's great. I, I, it's and my I favorite. I like history. So. It's my favorite. It's my favorite <laughs> thing because you watched all of his action movies. I've watched a few of them. Um, right I, in the '90s, but uh, National Treasure yep. is my favorite thing he's ever done because I love history. What year did National Treasure come out? I was saying. 2003 and then the second one like 2007 maybe okay yeah maybe okay. maybe 2004 um yeah those two those two movies are Around worth watching times, both of them are really really good great actors in both of them uh history kind of espionage uh, not espionage uh, uh uh problem solving and uh and trying to find it's a, it's a lot like uh, a lot like indiana jones but in a modern day maybe Kind of, yeah, not, but not the sci- not the sci-fi part of Indiana Jones that George Lucas fucked with, okay. but the uh, the natural history of of it and with American history. It's really good. Um, recommend it. I think you should watch it maybe in the fall too for a rewatch if you haven't seen them. Um, okay. Also, yesterday, uh, William Shatner and Mark Hamill were on stage together, and they're going and they were doing a Masters of the Universe uh, forty I think forty year panel at uh, Comic Con and. Uh, William Shatner is going to be in the next season. I wasn't big into Masters of the Universe and He Man. I uh, it was, was I. it was a little bit before our time. <laughs> but, hey, shh, zip it. And uh, yeah, I, it was before our time. If if we were a couple of years older, I know people maybe a couple of years older than us are obsessed with uh, Masters of the Universe. We would have been into it more. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was, I started uh, William... the, uh, the Netflix show, but uh, I never got past like one episode. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to get into when you're not into the. It, it's a lot like um, yeah. Transformers was a little bit before our time. Uh, so was uh, yeah. um, uh, Shira, Master uh, Master of the Universe, all those type of shows. Uh, it was hard. It's hard to get into them now, especially when we were kids. We were we were into Power Rangers and 
fucking Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters. That was our that was our uh, cartoon yep. Saturday morning. So, um, DC News. They did a panel, and Jim Lee was on the panel, and he said, "There's no plans for Zack Snyder or the Snyderverse uh, to return." Which I, brought I up like a bunch the, of you know, you use the, uh, the one of, um, from Story of the Stars. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the uh, Snyder the Snyderverse the Snyderverse has gone crazy today. They it's almost like it's almost like an atomic bomb got dropped on them and there's just a big defeat in World War II and ended. That's exactly what it was like in the page <laughs> today because they're like, oh, well. except they feel like the Nazis. Yes, exactly. World War II's over and they lost. <laughs> now, now they now they're gonna go hide, they gotta go hide in the Marvel pages instead of going now to. They want to back. Snyder will be back. They're like, well, yeah. if it's not Snyder, we don't even care if Henry's back. And it's like, well, yeah. it's cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll t- yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, there's yeah. Uh, news on that as well. Um, there was a new trailer released yesterday of the Gotham Knights video game. This is a spiritual sequel to the to the uh, Arkham Knights games, um, but it's a four player or four character game with the with the friends of Batman, pretty much with uh, Red Hood, Robin. Uh, Nightwing and Batgirl. They released a Batgirl trailer yesterday for the video game. Looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a spiritual sequel, not really sequel to the original Arkham Knight games, which are great. Uh, the, the second two, at least, were classic, classic games that yep. you can pretty much say that the whole entire open world, um, the open world video game, comic book. Um, Video game those. franchise started with that. You wouldn't have Spider-Man, yeah. the new Spider-Man game, without it, yeah. or Mar- Miles Morales, in other words. But uh, and today, on Friday, when we record, they announced a few things. Um, first thing I saw today was the Walking Dead Rick and Michonne spinoff show was announced. Um, it will replace the movie that was rumored for a few years. A limited six episode series. It'll wrap up the characters' arts and set to release next year in 2023. Uh, I know. I, really I know you're dead still. Yeah, yeah, you still watch it. I gave up about season it had some four. Years. It gave up, yeah. and then I said screw it and got back into it, and I'm glad I did. Yeah. Because um, it's really turned the corner again. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have to suffer through two really slogs of seasons. Yeah. And you even gave up before I gave up. Uh, you gave up yeah. before it got real bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They really killed. They really nerfed Negan, and uh, those are some rough seasons. But uh, it's been good. Um, yeah, I gave up. I, I, the only th- the only episode I watched since I stopped watching, and it was a couple of seasons after, was the whole Negan episode because it was so hyped up in Negan and uh, and, uh, and we both wanted to see yeah. how he was brought in, and I thought that's I think that's a top five episode in the show. That was a really and, good episode. And, and when you haven't done. when you haven't watched it in a while, and I'm not huge on gore, it was pretty pretty bad. And I and I, I said, yeah, I'm not sure if I want to watch the rest of the series. I'm not I'm not huge into it. It, the way he used the bat on uh, Glenn, it was it was uh, brutal. But yeah, um, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. But yep. Uh, and, the, and the last thing that came out today was Disney had Disney Plus had a Marvel Animation panel. Um, there's a few news come out of it. Um, Charlie Cox is returning for the to voice Daredevil in the Spider-Man Freshman Year uh, cartoon that's coming out. He announced a little bit more information on it. Um, it's not specifically set in the MCU. A lot of the stuff, except for What If and Zombies, is not set in the MCU. It's kind of MCU adjacent, which you could say is multiverse because they're kind of fucking with that right now. But um, right. they released they released a couple of stills with. Uh, there's going to be uh, a, a few new outfits for Spider-Man in the show. 
with Peter Parker. Um, it's going to be his freshman year. So it's uh, him building his own suit, probably getting bit by the spider. Um, Harry Osborn is going to be a part of the show. So is his father, Norman. Um, he's going to take over the Tony Stark uh, aspect, the mentor role in, in the show. Um, there's going to be some uh, iconic villains, Doc Ock, Scorpion, um, Chameleon, a lot of a lot of familiar ones. Uh, a lot of look look a lot like their comic book art uh, uh, counterparts as well. Um, but yes, uh, coming out in 2024. Like I mentioned, is not set in the current MCU. Uh, Charlie Cox is coming back. And it's going to have a lot of Rhino is going to be there. And uh, season two has already been announced. It's going to be called Spider-Man Sophomore Year. So they're probably going to go through up until four years or senior year. Um, and it's not really, it's kind of not, it's not set in the MCU, so I was like, what gives us, what gives us a need to watch it? It's kind of like, what if is, what is, what is, what if? Besides, I mean, it's MCU adjacent, I guess, but, um, they also, they also, uh, did an X-Men panel, X-Men 97, um, all the, all the characters that we grew up to love in the 90s are coming back, the main, the main group of the X-Men, um, and in this in this iteration, uh, Magneto is going to be a good guy with a iconic uh, uh, hero costume they had in the comics. I guess in the New Mutants run, he had a, this costume. He's going to be wearing it in this. He's going to be a good guy. Um, so we'll see where that goes. That comes out in the fall of next year, twenty twenty three. Marvel Zombies is going to be coming out. Uh, I don't I don't know if I wrote down. Maybe I'll get into it when I get into here. But uh, uh, coming out in. Uh, 2024, I believe, because uh, What If Season 2 is coming out in 2023. Um, the only thing that I got from that is Captain Carter was not the variant from uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness from the What If series. That's the only thing I got from it. It's another variant. Um, and uh, Marvel Zombies is going to be a TVMA, which is basically TV rated R. Uh, and it's going to be set in the same world as What If. Um, a lot of characters from Phase 4 are coming in. A lot of villains. A lot of heroes. Um, Yelena, uh, Shang-Chi, Kate Bishop, Red Guardian, Jimmy Woo, um, Miss Marvel. A lot of characters are coming in. A lot of villains uh, are going to come in. It's going to be going to be Icarus. is going to be not a full zombie because he's technically a half robot from Eternals. So it's, it's a weird thing. But yeah, uh, not, not huge news out of the animation front. Uh, the biggest news is it's not really MCU. It's kind of adjacent. That's pretty much what the how the whole entire thing went, so I can see why it was separated in the uh, in the panels from uh, tomorrow's MCU big huge thing, which they're calling an epic panel. So, uh, and the last thing that came out today was the I Am Groot mini shorts coming out on August 10th. They're doing five shorts. Uh, a little trailer came out this week, uh, live action with Groot. Not sure how short they're going to be, but there are going to be five of them, all releasing on the same day on August 10th. Um, I don't think they're directed by James Gunn, but maybe they were. I, I can't remember, but, um, I mean, if you like Groot, if you like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm sure it'll be worth watching. It is in the MCU, so, uh, we'll see how that turns out. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. And, uh, we the weekend preview for what's going up on tomorrow, um, DC's gonna have a pa panel, of course. The big news, big rumor coming out this week was Henry, is Henry Cavill coming back as Superman? Um, and we will get into that in news in a little bit, but yeah, that was that kind of came out this week. Um, and Marvel's going to have what they're calling a mega panel. Um, it's actually quote unquote mega panel. That's what they're calling it. Uh, it's going to be a, a follow up on announced projects. I'm sure uh, Black Panther 2, Blade, Ant Man, and the Wasp, uh, Quantum Mania, the Marvels, 
um, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has been confirmed to have a presence there. James Gunn said he's going to be there. Um, so it's going to be follow-up on the announced stuff. I'm sure um, a lot of that stuff, uh, anything new will be come out, uh, that will be announced will be in D23 in September. There will be new reveals, phase timeline updates, uh, casting news, maybe announced tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a Fantastic Four announcement tomorrow, director-wise and cast-wise. Um, Disney Plus show updates. We may hear, we may hear and see some uh, shots from Ironheart, which is currently in production. Secret Invasion, which is in post-production, I believe. Echo, which just started. Uh, the Christmas special for Guardians of the Galaxy comes out in six months, so we could see something from that. Agatha starts filming next year, so we probably won't see much about that. She-Hulk will probably have a final trailer reveal tomorrow, and Loki Season 2 just started filming, so we may see some shots of that. Um, and uh, maybe we'll get some Season 2 Disney Plus announcements for like Miss Marvel or Moon Knight or Hawkeye, who knows. Um, we may get some trade confirmations from all the variety articles that came out for a Cat 4 being made. Uh, maybe Feige will make those official. Deadpool 3, uh, we'll get into that a little bit later because there may be some speculation on Deadpool 3 being announced tomorrow. Uh, Thunderbolts, Werewolf by Night, which is coming out in, believe it or not, in October, and there's no announcement of it whatsoever. It's been filmed. Um, it's going to be a Halloween special on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Shang-Chi 2, we know it's happening. Nova, we know it's in, produ- in, in development. The Mutants, Daredevil, Fantastic Four, all of this stuff has been in the trades but hasn't been officially announced, so maybe there'll be something tomorrow about that. We'll get into that next week. Um, and uh, Game of Thrones, House of Dragons, still haven't seen anything for that yet. Um, actually, we did see some stuff yesterday, that's right. In Lord of the Rings, we saw it today. We'll talk about that, that in a minute. Um, and Kevin Smith's doing his Clerks 3 first five-minute preview tomorrow night. He's going to do a huge panel after the Marvel one. Very, he's usually the very last one in Hall H that night. So uh, I remember one year, J.J. Uh, Abrams did a panel before him for Star Wars. I think it may have been uh, The Last Jedi or, uh, or The Last Movie. And he decided to take everyone in Hall H out to pizza. And Kevin Smith was supposed to follow the Marvel panel. And everyone in Hall H left, and he, I don't remember who ended up staying for Kevin Smith's panel, but the whole <laughs> entire Hall H. Scott Walker. Okay, I remember that. It was okay, yeah. So he he was left there I'm with sure. the, the remnants of people that just stayed there for Kevin Smith. So he had, he had a limited room that night. He was kind of pissed at J.J. Abrams for that, but yeah. So yeah, let's get into news. We got a few things to talk about. Uh, yeah, we'll get into it. Of course, each week that there's new trailers to drop, we do a trailer roundup. And uh, this week, the Halloween Ends trailer came out. I'm sure you saw that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, you got you got me you got me into you got me into ha- the last one. <laughs> yeah, you got me yeah. into ha- you got me into Halloween, so I'm sure we'll be watching this in the theater when it comes out. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's supposed to be the end of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's role in the Halloween franchise. We'll see how that turns out. Trailer looks just like the second movie and the last movie, so we'll see how it how it turns out. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for the Mike uh, miniseries, the Mike Tyson documentary? Uh, it's coming out on Hulu, eight, an eight-part miniseries. comes out on August 25th. Uh, watch that trailer. You're, you will like it as a sports fan. Um, looks good. Nice. 
Um, and the new House of the Dragon trailer released yesterday. We were talking about Comic-Con. Yes, sir. Ga- Game of Thrones, uh, House oh. of the Dragon. Tell the story of the House Tar- Targaryen across different timeline periods. Um, it will feature yep. mul- multiple time jumps. Uh, I know you know a little bit more yep. about that. I, I don't yes. know I don't know what, so, what to look forward to. Here's what I'm expecting. Um, I assume that we'll get flashbacks to about 30 years prior to this when old King Jaehaerys was on the throne. That would be Viserys, who's the king in this to start it off. Um, that would be his dad. And it was at that council meeting where they made the decision that no woman would ever, even if it's her birthright, be placed on the Iron Throne. Which what is what leads into this is because Viserys has a wife and they only have a daughter. Wife dies, he remarries, and they have sons. But before he has the sons, he already named his daughter the heir, which causes a bit of an uproar. So I assume it's going to be um, taking place probably mostly about 10 years before um, this show, like present, if this show was in present day, it'd be like 10 years earlier, because he marries his daughter's best friend, Allison, and has the boys with her. And then backstabbing happens, betrayal happens. I think the trailer looks amazing. You can tell Ryan Condal, the showrunner, is a diehard fan. Because if you see that one shot where the king puts his hand on the throne and there's blood, that's because the lore is, um, even in the Game of Thrones books, uh, Robert Baratheon sits on the throne and bleeds because he's sitting on a bunch of swords, essentially. Right. And they say that if you bleed from the, if you bleed from sitting on the Iron Throne, you're not worthy of sitting on the Iron Throne. Hmm. Um, so just little details like that. There looks like they're putting in um, King's Landing has destroyed yet. Um, it gets destroyed before Game of Thrones. Um, the original series started. Um, Summer King Landing gets blown up. Um, but this show is going to be crazy. And it looks like the production budget was definitely there for this yeah. uh, this series coming up. I mean, Game of Thrones did make HBO, like, whatever, half a billion dollars or whatever right. billion dollars. Right. So they clearly are using money that that generated for this show. And you can tell... Um, looks like they're taking all the little, little pieces that like diehard like book readers will love, and uh, I hope I hope we get a good show out of this. It could even go five, probably five seasons. I'd say the season, the last season will probably be like the year after the Dance of the Dragon ends because a lot of stuff happens there. Um, that's when the actual Starks really get involved because they basically stay out of the war. They choose sides, but they stay out of the war because. They're just chilled up north, which is why in the original Game of Thrones, it's such a huge deal when the Starks go south. Then, of course, everything that could go wrong for the Starks happens because they go south, which is why the Starks tend to stay up north. Okay. Um, so, this show should be fucking crazy. Okay, I'm so really looking forward to it. Question. Alright, you get the main yes. Game of Thrones books, okay? And I know it's yep. been notorious that he hasn't finished the books, and the series yeah. ended before the books were finished, so, the, yep. so they kind of took liberties yep. and and got. So, where is this story? Is this story in a separate book from the Game of Thrones? He did an entire, well, not an entire thing, because <laughs> guess what? He didn't finish it. Um, oh but God. he did part of the history of the Targaryen household. Um, okay. So that's what this is. But it's like a see. He the showrunners here have to do the exact opposite of what the showrunners did with Game of Thrones. Where they had all the material, they had lines they used from the books. This is just this 
this book was basically a, the Maester's accounting of what happened. Okay. So it's only like little short stories, and um, it goes like king by king. So they have the liberty to be creative with it and expand upon what George put in the books. And George handpicked the two guys running the show. One of them was right. the guy who did all the uh, he directed all the battle episodes, um, right. Battle of Bastards, all that stuff in Game of Thrones. And the other one was just a giant super fan who is just he's a huge. Tolkien guy, and he ended up getting into Game of Thrones in like 2001, mm. and has just been a huge fan of it. And you can tell by the care he's putting into the show so far. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, what's his name there? Doctor Who. Uh, he looked better in the trailer than he did in the teaser because oh, yeah. he looked very weird in the tra- in the teaser. But I think he looks better now now that you see him in more scenes because he just looked very odd. Everything he's done post Doctor Who has been horrible. Um, when he was in Terminator, he he didn't have a flushed out role in that. Um, and I heard he's nope. horrible in in Morbius. I know I saw I've seen the dancing scene with him. He's that's reminiscent fine in, of he's whatever in Morbius. Okay, it's not great, but that movie in general sucked. Um, he was awesome yeah. in The Crown. Yes, I, I think heard he was that the too. Crown he was in. I heard he's really good in that, and that's the show that got him this role. Okay, um, so. We'll see. Yeah, don't. Um, yeah, don't. don't he's don't, my favorite. Well, don't. I would say don't let don't let his bad casting choices in the last few okay. years judge you by his Doctor Who because he's great in Doctor Who as well. But yeah, go yeah. on, sorry. And like his his character on this show is my favorite character in the Game of Thrones universe. Okay. So when I first saw him, I was like, eh, I don't know, but um, I like him now more. He's he's very uh. He's kind of a psycho. Okay. He's kind of a psycho. Like, when his brother passes on him to be the heir, he marries his niece because he wants the throne that bad. So he's kind of in line-ish for the throne because Rhaenyra is the one that's announced as, like, going to be taking over the throne. But, yeah. Okay. He's, uh, he's, like the great, he's one of the greatest warriors in the history of Westeros in this, this land. Okay. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see him and the other guy, Christian Cole, who's like the good-looking dude with the black hair. Um, he's also another like great warrior. So it'll be it'll be a fun show. Cool. Um, speaking of dragons and Game of Thrones and that type of lore and D and D, Dungeons and Dragons, yes. honor honor among thieves. Did you see the trailer? <laughs> I did. I saw part of it. I didn't see the okay. whole thing. Uh, Chris Pine's in it. Michelle Rodriguez. Um, Hugh Grant plays a role in it, but it looks good. Uh, talk to Adam about it. Adam was on the show last week, uh, and uh, yep. yeah, it looks it looks good. He's he's hyped up about it. Chris Pine plays a bard. Okay. Yep. Uh, Chris Pine plays a bard. They love the original Dungeons and Dragon movie that came out in the '90s, which is notorious for being a horrible movie. But I, I've never seen yeah. it. And they, they do love it. Yeah. I've heard it's like, uh, what is it like? Uh, a cult type movie. I've heard. Yes, like, it is. Yeah, they love it. A lot of people, a lot of people like it, but it was pain when it came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, trailer came out. Looks good, uh, and I uh, can't wait for that. Uh, I lost my spot in my notes here. Uh, Breaking with John Boyega and Michael K. Williams. Did you see that trailer? No. Is this I, the last you, thing Michael K. Williams did before he it, died? It, it did. Uh, it's, it almost. It reminds me a lot of. Um, uh, what's that movie that was in a bank in the eight, in the eighties or seventies? Uh, Michael Douglas and uh, there's another one with uh, Al Pacino. Um, 
uh, fuck, I can't mm-hmm. remember the name. No, no, no. They're in a, they're in a, robbing a bank or something. Uh, fuck, what the hell? I can't think of the name of it. It reminds me a lot of that. Um, of, okay. uh, it's, it's a bank heist. John Boyega's in a bank. Uh, watch the trailer. We'll talk about it next week. It does look good. Okay. Um, and like you mentioned, Michael K. Williams is his last role. He's kind of a police detective, police officer, trying to talk to John Boyega while he's uh, robbing the bank. He's try- kind of being like a um, Robin Hood character in the trailer. So we'll see how that plays. And the last thing from uh, San Diego Comic-Con we're going to talk about, uh, Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings show, released a trailer today. Um, it's very Sauron and Balrog uh, uh, connected. Um, a lot of history of Lord of the Rings there. Um, I really can't wait for this show. It's my. Uh, you're excited about Game of Thrones. I'm excited about this more than anything right now. Um, especially yeah. talking with uh, Adam and Justin last week about uh, about Lord of the Rings a little bit, and the history and the and the Simultarian or the fuck you call it, um, and how it's part of that book. I'm very very excited to see that show. It comes out in a month and a half or so. And uh, yeah, let's get into more news. Um, another rumor this week, uh, beginning of the week, um, it's rumored that the thing uh, from Fantastic Four in the MCU. That How I Met Your Mother star Jason Segel, who got to star in Judd Apatow's shows in the late two, late nineties, early two thousands, Jason Segel also in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Marshall, great movie, mm-hmm. um, is being reported to play Ben Grimm. Um, basically, he would be the human character up until the point where he turns into the rock monster. So he'd be doing voiceover, um, voiceover uh, work in that. Um, and uh, the, it's been reported that it'll be in a in an upcoming Disney Plus series. So that hasn't that hasn't been rumored. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, Fantastic Four, they've got they've got to do it right. Um, there's a lot of story there that has been fucked up in the last twenty years, uh, thirty years if you include the '90s movie that's notorious for being awful. Um, and I didn't actually it's mind. On yeah, I didn't actually mind the last two. Um, I should add that to my plex. Um, I didn't. I didn't mind. You didn't, you didn't mind the first two, right? Uh, I didn't mind the uh, the last two with Michael B. Jordan was trash. The first, the first, the the second and the third one, if you like include Simmons? the nineties, yeah. the the ones that came yeah. out in the in the early two thousands. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, I like them both, and I love. I I I like the second one. There's parts of it I didn't like, but I love this how they p- played the Silver Surfer in that. Um, and they did a good job with that, but the story sucked. And Galactus, I don't even want to get into it because I'm hoping that they just fix that problem. Um, and uh, I have faith in Kevin Feige. Uh, I know uh, I know a lot of people are kind of on the on the uh, questioning mark right now, but I do have faith that uh, they'll bring they'll bring it all back around, and and, uh, and MCU will be back to normal. But uh, and also in MCU news, um, X Men movies are rumored to be called is rumored to be called the Mutants. Um, it said years ago that Stanley wanted to call them the mutants when he first uh, created them, but he decided to call them X-Men. Um, kind of two reasons for changing the name is, like I mentioned, it was it was originally called the mutants as an interesting way to bring it into the MCU, but, but differentiate itself from the X-Men movies of the past, and also X-Men. Makes sense. X-Men, with this woke generation, it's a way for them to distance that and make it include everyone and not just the men of everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. But the Mutants, I understand. It would be it would be a good name. I seriously think it should be a series. I think it should be an anthology series. Tackle, tackle a mutant each episode and then bring it all together at the end to create this group. 
maybe the first episode's Wolverine, or the last episode's Wolverine, and maybe the first episode's Charles Xavier, and continue to build this group until the X-Men is is built. I'm not sure if they'll do that. That's us, you know, speculating what they should do. I think they should do that. Um, it'd be a great way to bring them into the MCU. Um, now that the mutants are are kind of hinted to, uh, be interesting to see if any announcements are made tomorrow. We'll see. Um, today it was it was kind of rumored. Uh, this article came out that there's a potential. Avengers 5 Secret Wars title that was revealed by Disney Trademarks. I couldn't find the article because it was deleted immediately, so I, I don't know anything more about it, but it teases either Secret Wars or Kang the Conqueror, which we know Kang is going to play a huge part coming up in, in the next phase, so we'll see. Um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, the sequel coming out, MonsterVerse sequel for Apple TV. Um, I think Wyatt Russell was already announced to do to be in the show, but now Kurt Russell is joining him as his father. Um, they're going to be it's, it's it is untitled. It's a live action. It's a sequel to the Godzilla versus Kong movies and all that. So we'll see what happens with that. It's going to be on Apple TV, um, starting filming soon. Um, a docu series with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a reality series docu series. It's gonna be almost like a real life Ted Lasso. They both bought a soccer team together in Wales, and it's called Welcome to Wrexham. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a live action, live docu docu series reality show of them owning this uh, franchise like Ted Lasso, exactly like Ted Lasso. So we'll see how that turns out. Um. Um. Quick on Rob McElhaney. Yep. You know the first time we saw him on TV was on an anti-smoking ad? Remember no, that was I, in the mid-90s? I do. They were And they were like black and white. Yep. Um, it's on YouTube. You can search it now. But I, I ran across it the other day. I thought it was funny. And you guys cool. the show. So. That's cool. Uh, it's, it's just hilarious to watch him as like a 13-year-old, like yeah. turning down cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, it was funny to see. Okay, continue. Yeah, it's, it's very weird to see stuff like that, especially with actors nowadays that are famous and seeing them when we were kids in those commercials. Yep. Like, holy shit, he was in that or she was in that. Um, yeah, there's a lot, yep. especially like the Disney, Disney shows. There's a lot of kids that were, that were famous now that were in Disney shows and all that stuff when we were kids. Um, yep. I wanted to bring this up. I think I may have brought it up on the episode before. Um, in the mid credit scene for Morbius. Um, they mentioned uh, has something to do with Spider-Man. I guess is a line that um, Vulture says. When you watch the movie, do you remember that line? Spider-Man bring bu- being brought up. I think so. Okay, because there's a yeah. rumor that there's a rumor that the line has been removed from local movie theaters at the time, and I saw it again this week, and I wanted to ask you about it because I haven't seen Morbius, so I'm not even sure if it's in the in the iTunes cut of it yet. Um, I don't want to pay the nineteen ninety nine to find out, so I'll wait till it's cheap or free, uh, or <clears throat> somebody gets it on my Plex server for me. But uh, yeah, I, I I'm wondering if they did. I'm wondering if I can get them to cut all that Spider Man stuff out. I'm interested to know that. Um, okay. Another news for MCU: Anthony Starr, Homelander. Um, what's that show? Banshee that you like? Uh, in yep. uh, the in the boys always Homelander is amazing. It's reportedly rumored that he's going to play Dracula in the Blade reboot in the MCU. Mm. Great casting. I hope it happens. Uh, we'll I think see. it's incredible casting because he's like he's got that charm like a vampire would have too. He does. Um, yep. And the smile. And just, he looks like a good person. Yep. And he's not. 
<laughs> the, the MCU Dracula, him as the MCU he's Dracula so, so would, be, anyway. would be amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Can't wait for can't wait for that. Hopefully, we we'll get some reveals. He won the role of Wolverine, but he's a little bit old now. Yeah, and uh, I think he would have been a really good Wolverine if they had, Marvel had been able to start from the scratch with Wolverine, like 2010, um, when the MCU was kicking off uh, fully. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think he'd be a great Dracula. Yeah, uh, we talked about the Monsters trailer last week. How it looked like crap. Uh, we weren't sure where it was going to release. You asked me if it was going to be a movie theater. It's not. It's actually going to be on Netflix. It's going to be Rob Zombie's Monsters oh, is going to be on Netflix. Yep. So, How? thank God we're probably not going to watch so it either. Way. Cost Forty million dollars to make. Yeah. Did he just keep like forty-nine million and a half? It, lo- it looks like and you just... and I. It looks like you and I could have recorded it on an iPhone. It's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. And it, it, it looks yeah. hor. It looks horrible. It's not the fact of the acting or anything else. It just looks like it's cheaply made. Um, like, who watched this? Like, are there monster fans even alive right now? There are like, they are show in the sixties. They are like, alive, but they're they're all in their sixties and seventies. I mean, they're all watching yeah, exactly. when they were kids. It's so. like, I mean, basically, Rob Zombie just does projects he wants to do. Essentially, he loves gather. He loves he loves the, he loves, bad, the mon- so. he loves the monsters so much. It's his passion. Absolutely. It's his passion project. Um, him and him and Howard yeah. him and Howard Stern. Um, of course, if you if you probably don't, but anybody who's listening to this, if you listen to the Howard Stern show, Rob Zombie does the intro to the show. They've been friends for years, um, ever since yep. Private Parts, and uh, they're both huge Monsters fans. So they talk about it all the time, um, and they're in that age, where, especially Howard. I mean, he was a kid when the Monsters came out, so. It's and, yeah. and a lot of, and, and and I watched the reruns when I was younger, but that show has been tr- they've tried to reboot it so fucking much that is it the monsters who gives a fuck? I mean, right? It's the monsters and it's iconic. You can't really you don't you shouldn't even touch it because the original actors were great in it and they're iconic looking like Grandpa Munster, the guy who played Grandpa Munster. How the hell are you gonna touch that? And even the guy who played Herman Munster back in the day. That's an icon iconic role. Yeah, I, yep. I I don't know about that movie. I probably won't watch it because it looks so bad. But um, Toys R Us is coming back, but they're going to be inside M- uh, Macy's stores in the mall, wherever there are Macy's stores left. I know Macy's is one of those stores that's still or in the mall. Left or malls, yeah. But yeah, uh, Toys R Us <laughs> is coming back, and they're going to have a little section inside Macy's stores. They're going to be either small or large, depending on the Macy's store. Could have big sections of Toys R Us. Uh, Toys R Us huge in our childhood. Um, it sucked when they closed, but it's just the way of the world. What, everybody uh, everybody does Amazon. Toys R Us. Probably video game. What's the last thing you bought? Toys R Us. Probably video game. Yeah. No, I, in fact, for me, it was the Wii. I bought the Wii there. Okay. First yeah. day it came out. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the Wii. Oh, fucking Wii. It took me forever to to get a Wii. Every like every video game system, I don't go. I, yeah. I, I tried to go opening night for the Wii. I went to three different stores opening night. Both all three of them sold out, and I didn't get it maybe for a month or two later. Uh, it was yeah. it was horrible. Yeah, video, yeah. Don't get me started on that. Um, video Corleone, <laughs> video Corleone's Godfather Mansion is up for rent on Airbnb. Uh, we're talking a lot about Godfather nice. lately. Um, interesting to do that. I think they're only doing one night and one family uh, only type of deal first come first serve i'm not sure if they've already done it or not but yeah you get to live in the corleone mansion and uh and uh yeah live in it i don't know how many nights but yeah uh, airbnb they do that with a lot of a lot of uh, i think they did it with home alone house at one time too but um amazon is updating their prime video app on the apple tv 
Um, it's the biggest redesign in years. Kind of uh, getting into yeah, because that's the worst app of all. Um, it, it looks it's a lot. There, yeah. It looks a lot like the HBO Max app, which is a good app too. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. I haven't seen any updates on it yet. Um, I haven't been on there in a few days. Um, Amazon Prime has a lot of good stuff. Uh, it's just it's just very difficult and very confusing. So hopefully they, they can regroup that into a better streamlined system. Um, Disney reportedly wants to further bolster its streaming service by adding Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who series, to its library in, when it comes out uh, later on next year. Um, it, uh, yeah, it wants to add Doctor Who. They they want to get into that sci-fi audience. Uh, they want to get a a a, uh, a bigger audience other than just the Disney crowd and the Marvel and Star Wars crowd. So Doctor Who would be a great ad, a great addition to that if they did bring that series in there to stream. Uh, speaking of Brett Goldstein and Ted Lasso and everything and Lo- Thor: Love and Thunder, um, he invited his parents to see or told them to go see Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> Didn't tell them about his appearance in the movie. And his mom was texting him throughout the whole entire, giving him rundown commentary. And it gets to the end, and he's and he's texting her, saying, "Look up at the fucking screen," because if you have, if spoiler alert, if you've seen Thor: Love and Thunder, he's in the post credit scene as Hercules, and uh, he got, trying to get his mother's reaction to it. I just thought that story was funny. Um, he's a great, he's <laughs> a great, he's a great actor. I, I love him in Ted Lasso, and I can't wait to see him as yep. Hercules. I'm excited for that. Um, Game of Thrones actor Peter Dinklage has been cast in the Hunger Games prequel, uh, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Um, don't know much about the history of of that of that um, Hunger Games franchise. I did read the books by listening. I didn't know there had to be a lot of history in the Hunger Games. But, uh, yeah, hey, whatever. Hunger, yeah, Hunger <laughs> Games is a future dystopian thing, so it's basically right. set in the United States and it's divided into thirteen districts. Um, and each of the districts, like District One, is a very rich and and uh, technological district. And the very last district, uh, District Thirteen, I think, or District Twelve, is a very poor ghetto-like district. And they all and they all get pretty much. Um, I don't know if you have, you have have you seen the movies. You never seen those movies, right? No, I haven't. Uh, they're worth watching. They are pretty good. Um, and of course, Jennifer Lawrence got her start in that. And one of the Helmsworth brothers, yeah. I think Liam is in it. Um, worth watching. Yeah, I would, is. I would, I would recommend the first one. Um, uh, the uh, it, like I said, dystopian future. Um, and they're and they're kind of grouped every year into this game, and they're randomly picked to be contestants in this game. And whoever wins is the is the winner of the Hunger Hunger Games. And their district ends up getting prizes for it. And this, these people who win also become celebrities in, in this world. And Very interesting story. I did listen to the books a long, long time ago. And uh, I did like them. Uh, Netflix lost almost a million subscribers over the last quarter. Even after Stranger Things Volume 1 started. Or Part 4 started. Um, back in May, I guess it came out. April, whenever it came out. So yeah, they're uh, they're about to limit the amount of people that can stream for out of homes. Um, we'll see where that goes. They're testing it in different markets, and they're about to add two ninety nine to anyone who watches outside of the home for longer than I think two weeks. I think or maybe five times. I can't remember what it was, but they're testing that. They're testing the waters for that. So don't be surprised if you get a notification on there. Hey, uh, by the way. If you want to watch this, if you want to continue watching this, play two ninety nine, 
and uh, don't be surprised if Ray says fuck you to Netflix and cancels it because <laughs> twenty dollars $20 is already too much for that damn service. Yeah. When I watch if you one pay thing, a month or something, you should be able to share it with whoever you want. Exactly, <laughs> and a lot and a lot of the streaming services agree with that. I think HBO is big on that. And say, hey, you're paying us money, you can you can stream it as many times. You have five streams a, a month, yeah, or yeah, before HBO when it was just HBO Go. Yep. They said they didn't care if you shared your account with anyone because it's just brand awareness and building. Yep. And so if you see maybe something loans me a password so I watch like over Game of Thrones, then it's like, okay, so HBO might be worth actually paying myself, paying for myself. So Yeah. 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 Uh Sony Spider-Man spin-off Madam Web delayed release date. And they they kind of announced with um screenshots of of, of filming uh, I guess paparazzi shots that the Madam Web of this series is going to be the modern day Ma- Madam Web, not the Madam Web from the animated series that came out in the '90s. Um, don't know much about that. Don't really care about this movie. Uh, I'm pissed at the Sony universe, like everybody else that loves comic books. Um, so yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck right now? Um, and we mentioned it a little bit earlier. Uh, there's a report that came out that Henry Cavill is rumored to appeal appear at the WB's Hall H panel tomorrow. At the Comic Con, um, and announced plans for his Superman return in in the DC universe, in the DC movie universe. Uh, big rumor, everybody's talking about it. We we hope for it. Yep. We've been wanting him to come back and do a sequel. He's a great Superman. They shouldn't have they shouldn't have treated him the way they did. Pay him all the fucking money he wants. Bring him back. I mean, it's yep. it's 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 a, it's a done. It should be a done deal by now. Yep. Um, in, in a report this week. Thirteen percent of all release the Snyder Cut accounts were fake, and that director Snyder, Zack Snyder, may or may not have been involved in some capacity. This was like an atomic bomb that went off in that Snyder group this week. The between that between that and the announcement by Jim Lee yesterday about the there's no future plans for the DC movie universe continuing or the extended whatever the fuck they call it the Snyderverse yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah it's <laughs> Yeah. I read I read the article. I think it came out on uh, Hollywood Reporter and Variety. I can't or Rolling Stone. That's what it was, and uh, it was it was a pretty thorough article about about the making of of uh, the Snyder Cut and all the steps it took to take. And I guess uh, he he fought with a lot of people. Did you end up reading the article? Because I can't remember much about it. Did I did up... not, but I do know yeah. people on the Snyderverse page want Zach to sue Rolling Stone. And, and, and I guess of character. and what's his name? Uh, the guy who played Cyborg, he had an, he, sure. he, yeah, yeah. He, he had said something about it too, and how they tried to. I guess they said in the article Ray Fisher couldn't be contacted. He's like, you guys never contacted me for this article. So like, you got to take that out of your article. <laughs> I never got any. Me and my people didn't get any word from you that you were trying to contact me. Otherwise, right. I would have given you word. But yeah, there, there's a lot of shit going on with that Snyder shit. Um, we'll see if there's anything announced tomorrow. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Superman will come back. I'm hoping that Henry Cavill will come back, but I'm I'm, I'm guessing that'll probably be the only thing that we'll see, besides Shazam and, and all that stuff that's already been developed in there. But um, Oppenheimer, uh, the next Christopher Nolan movie. Yes. I guess there's a trailer in front of Nope, a uh, teaser trailer. I haven't seen it. Hasn't been online yet. Ooh. Uh, Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh—all going to be the main part of that cast. Um, written by and directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, Killian Murphy, great fucking actor. Based on the book. 
I don't know much about the Based book. Based on the book Oppenheimer. Yeah, it's just the book called Oppenheimer. Okay. Uh, the life story of the guy that created the atomic bomb. Okay, yeah. I think, uh, right, yeah, that's right, yep. yeah. It's his story. Okay, it comes out uh, a year from uh, a year a year from yesterday, so seven twenty one twenty three. It come out next year, next summer. Uh, excited for that. Nice. Um, yep. I kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier. Logan and all, both Deadpool movies were added to Disney Plus yesterday um, or today, and uh, it kind of been rumored that why would they add them the day before the Hall H panel unless they're going to be announcing a Deadpool three tomorrow? Is there going to be a Hugh Jackman and or Ryan Reynolds announcement tomorrow is uh, is is it just going to be Ryan Reynolds? Is there going to be announce uh, Deadpool three? We know what's happening. It's been announced in the trades. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the one thing that happened, uh, the parents council, who complains about every fucking thing, there are they have released a statement today condemning Disney Plus's release of those movies on the kid friendly streaming platform. Well. Um, they have a parental block, so if they're they not concerned, parents can just use the parental block. Everyone's yeah. good. It's just like radio. There's a thing called a channel changer or a turn dial that yeah. you can change the dial. You don't have to listen. You don't have to. You can put parental controls on this shit to stop kids from watching. You can't limit the the way people get into to media because it, it may not be suitable for certain age groups. Because there are multiple age groups that love this stuff. We love it still. We're in, we're sadly almost in our forties, but we love it, and uh, we'll t- we'll we'll continue watching. Kevin Smith is a hero of mine. He's in his fucking fifties, and he still loves it. So that means means I'm not crazy. Yep. So, um, and last piece of news, pretty huge for us. We're into wrestling. Oh, well, there's no chance of him coming back. This man retires as chairman and CEO and creative control of WWF, WWE. He is gone. He he retired today. Came out with a uh. statement. 77 years old. And, uh, yeah, huge. I mean, I'm, right now we're doing a rewatch, and, he's, and we're going to talk about it a little later. But watching a younger him in the commentary becoming this TV character, getting into fights with fucking Bret Hart. We'll get into it in a little bit, but... And then going from there and getting into the Attitude Era and him being the character with Stone Cold and getting into their feud. And him just being behind the scenes in Gorilla and being the heart and soul of everything that we love about wrestling in the whole time of our of our lifetime that we've watched it. Yep. And seeing this scandal bring, the, uh, bring him down yeah, is ridiculous. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he's the guy that basically turned pro wrestling into what it is today. Yep. Um, running all the smaller territories, basically out of business, bullying everyone. Yep. Basically, just being an asshole to a lot of the territories, but yeah, he was turn, a complete success. And I he mean, turned that. He turned that. Was on the line with WrestleMania one. Yep. Um, where he basically would have had to file for bankruptcy if that wasn't a success. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, tur- uh, he turned finally. That- he turned that asshole character into a iconic character, and I'm yep. wondering. I'm wondering if they'll put him into the Hall of Fame next year. It all depends on how I this thought scandal. He died. I always thought he'd work till the day he died. Yeah, me like, too. I just see him as that type of person. But I mean, then again, if this never happened, who knows? I think he would have too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, HBO's got that thing coming out in a few weeks. 
So who knows what information could be released? Who yeah. knows? Um, and of course, uh, breaking news right before we came on, Brock Lesnar was supposed to be on SmackDown tonight. And it's been quoted that he said, if he's gone, I'm gone. And he walked out. Uh, not sure if there's going to be any ramifications from that. But uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, he said, if Vince McMahon walks out, I'm gone. So we'll see what happens. Which um, I don't understand how that makes any sense. Because uh, like, I think, I think they, he's like, the... Best friends? I, no, but I think he's the one... Respect? I think he's the one person that he talked to. I think uh, I think Brock was his number one. It'd be almost like if Hulk True. Hogan in the prime or Austin in their True. prime, and 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 man had left it then at that time. Who would yeah. be on their Who would be on their back? Him. He protected him yeah. exactly, um, yeah. and he probably felt unprotected with him leaving. And I, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised that that happened. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if other wrestlers. Um, I, I don't know who else would be on. On on that level where Brock Lesnar is a fucking beast, but yeah, um, yeah, huge news, huge huge loss. But we knew he was an asshole long ago, and we knew he was a creep long ago. So not really a big surprise. Yep. This whole entire scandal that happened, but yeah. Speaking of wrestling, let's get into the last segment of the night: Attitude Era rewatch. Rise War, July 21st, 1997. 25 years ago yesterday. Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, back oh, in Ca- back in Canada. A very pro-Canadian crowd are all over the Heart Foundation. U.S. suck chants, every- everything. It's it's amazing. Um, Sean comes out in the second hour. Not much happened in the first hour. Booze fill the arena. He does the D- <laughs> he he does the DX chop for the very first time. Never seen it before. The cross chop. Um, he does it on the TV. He does it to the crowd in Nova Scotia because they're booing the fuck out of him. Um, this was Sean with his very first true DX promo. He goes further than most time he's on the mic before. He's very rude, very raunchy, um, and he announces that he'll be the special referee at the SummerSlam main event with Taker and Bret Hart. Um, he ends the promo by waving many Canadian flags and shoving them down his pants and rubbing his dick all over him. Very funny. Uh, I've seen this, I think, in the DX DVD. This must have been This must have been where they thought the DX, uh, the the whole DX thing started. You can see a change in, in Sean's demeanor. Uh, you've seen it over the last few months of him being more raunchy and more, um, and more uh, behind the scenes and backstage talk and all that. Um, and this was definitely him, him in his best. Um, or worse, however, however you want to really say, see it, but uh, yeah. Um, and then Brett comes out the next match during a Triple H match, and he's pissed because HBK is refereeing, refereeing, refereeing the SummerSlam match. So he comes down and starts yelling at McMahon, and and proceeds to slap the shit out of Vince, and they just have a brawl at the announce table. Fucking, this is awesome. Um, the Canadian crown erupted like a <laughs> hockey brawl just happened. Um, 
and it gives me the quick question to ask you after seeing this interaction and seeing how how great of a actor that Vince was in this. Was the Montreal Screwjob a fucking work? Because after seeing something like this, you could you could definitely think that McMahon would put his put himself into harm's way. Although the punch that I know that happened later on in the locker room makes it think it's not a work, but. What do you what do you think of the whole um, entire work non work thing of the Montreal screwdriver? To quote Kevin Nash, everything's a work. Okay, uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's exactly too. Rachel Sean Oliver. Um, in my opinion, I don't think Brett knew. Okay. Um, I just knowing him, um, and like Bret Hart's my favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, knowing how seriously he took himself, yeah, I don't think he would have agreed to go along with everything that night. Yeah, um, that's the only thing. Just because Brett is so serious about his character, the way he comes off, yeah. he's self-conscious. Yeah, I don't think he he looked like an asshole in that situation. Yeah, um, I don't think he would have done that. Yeah, like I just don't think he would have agreed to do that. Yeah. Um, and you'll we're gonna watch the DVD in like November and review yep. it. Um, and we'll watch that match. And of course, you'll see yeah. them talking there. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and I don't. That's... I don't think Brett would have agreed to do it. Yeah. You, you can. You can definitely feel the tension between Brett and Sean at this time, and you can tell it's real. I, I know Brett's not that great of an actor, so you can tell it's real. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, we'll get into that in November. Uh, Hart Foundation go backstage and beat up Shawn Michaels in the locker room. Um, he was supposed to be teaming with Austin and a mystery partner in a flag match, flag on a pole match. Um, cough, cough, <laughs> Russo. Um, it's going to be versus. Yep. No, 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 no person yet. Uh, Bulldog Owen and Brent are going to be facing them in a three on three. Uh, and of course, the the object of that is to first person to grab their nation's flag on a pole wins. So, yeah, it's definitely Vince Russo written all over that. Um, yeah. Austin. So now Austin has no partners. And, again, uh, two mystery partners are, are, are gonna, supposed to come out, and the first one being Dude Love again, and the second one, The Undertaker. Um, earlier in the night, Paul Bearer shows a statue that Kane and Undertaker have equal halves to. Of course, Kane's, uh, this, this statue is burned to a crisp. I don't know if that continues on in this storyline or not. I know the Kane story will get... A little bit further coming into September and October. We'll get into that later. Um, Brett, Brett, Brett ends up winning the match, grabs the flag, and goes into the crowd waving it like a national Canadian hero that he is. And that's where the night ends. Yes. Uh, very very good show. <coughs> getting into glimpses of the Attitude Era, getting into glimpses of uh, what's going to happen with the Hart Foundation in the next few months here, leading up to uh, Survivor Series, the Iconic, and of course... We're also leading up to uh, Stone Cold being injured next month, and that takes a huge toll on his career. Uh, yep, and uh, yeah, there's a lot, lot to talk about next next month and uh, in, the, in the in the coming months, definitely. And yeah, that's pretty much it for news. Uh, and of course, next week's going to be our big follow up to uh, with Comic Con. We're gonna we're gonna pin a nail on that and finish that up and uh, continue watching what we watch. Maybe we'll watch a couple movies this week. I, I've been in, I've been in the uh, I've been I've been working on a Plex server um, on my on my NAS drive and 
taking all my old DVDs and adding stuff to them. I got, I got Kevin the password this week. We've been uh, going through stuff and he and uh, maybe I've got a not. whole lot of. I got to get you a hard drive uh, this fall of just yeah. stuff to throw on there because I have so many shoot interviews that'll be perfect on there and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, maybe we can start doing like shoot interview. Re- views or something at some point yep once every couple months or something yeah there's a lot uh, there's, there's a, a lot of classic there. a lot of classic so, ones Bob Heenan one you definitely love the Bobby Heenan one um because it was right before his cancer he had just gotten the diagnosis in the interview he actually talks about how uh he has to have surgery on his jaw which isn't the case he had mouth cancer mm-hmm. um but that's what he says in the interview because even he wasn't ready to release the information and mm-hmm. so it was like the last time you see him where he's like where he's Bobby the Brain Heenan, where he's funny, he's with it. Um, he tells great stories from AWA all the way up WCW hmm. and whatnot. So that's a, that's such a good shooter interview. It's oh, cool. like three hours. It's a good one though. Yeah, some of those are some of those shooter, shooter interviews are really long. So yeah, yeah, we got to get into yeah. the we got to get into some of the New Jack ones. I saw. I don't know if you saw. I added a Teddy Hart one that I saw. I can't remember where I saw it, but I added it to the to the Plex <laughs> nice. server this week. YouTube, you could grab. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was this was a th- I think it was the three hour one too. So, yeah. So thanks for oh, listening. Nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll talk about Comic Con. We'll talk about uh, everything MCU, and hopefully, we'll get some new news coming out of it. So, uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Peace. Later. Mm-hmm.